Hey everyone, we're back with the Music Industry 360 podcast presented by Symphonic Distribution. I'm Tarika, Digital Marketing Coordinator here, and we're welcoming Jeanette and Astra back on the show. Hey guys, glad to be back. Hey there. Today we're going to be talking about the must-haves when promoting your music, so let's jump right in. So the first question I have for you ladies is, what are the top three things artists and labels should have when promoting a release? Okay, so I'll definitely start with the social aspect of it. I believe that you should have some dope album arts simply because before a listener hears your track, they see your album cover. And so you want to give them something that really captures their eye and makes them want to click on it. And then also I would say you should have some behind the scenes footage just so that when you're promoting your release or running a campaign, you have some type of content to share with them. Um, I'd also say from a media outreach stance that you should have a plan, a basic plan. Um, Are you going to reach out? Well, you should be reaching out to a PR firm to kind of see if they'll help you with blog outreaches and online publications to kind of promote the release, get some buzz going around it, some radio promo, and then a release party if you want to go ahead and go that route. Um, So those are definitely essential. And then um, the last thing I would say is store features. Um, Most distributors, they have connections with their network of digital service providers. So you can reach out to them and kind of ask them, you know, any opportunities or areas there where they can help you to promote your release on those platforms. Okay, so out of those three things, what would you say is the most important? Definitely having a plan. It's like if you don't have a strategy or any type of plan in place to promote your release, it's kind of like you're doing everything in vain. So, you know. Yeah, I see that too. I think too that you definitely should plan ahead also because you've spent so much time in this release, you know, from recording it to doing Mm -hmm. your songs. So typically, if let's say a release took you about, let's say like six months to actually create it, you know, from the mastering, from the creation process, you should also almost plan for six months of promoting or at least, you know, have a plan for at least whether it's waiting those six months to create a plan or, you know, know that that plan should be at least like three months. For sure. Okay, so what would you say are the top social media platforms every artist should be in? Definitely like the no-brainer here is going to be Facebook. Obviously, it's a great platform for you to engage with your fans. Also, being able to not only promote your music but you can also promote all your social media links you can also add a newsletter aspect to it so people can sign up to your newsletter add your website a little bit about yourself and so on then i think the the ones that would come up next would be definitely having like a soundcloud or a Bandcamp, so people can preview your music and these two platforms they also have a discovery tool aspect to it so people can typically find you organically through them uh, I would also say to kind of choose anywhere between, let's say, Instagram or Snapchat, mm-hmm. especially now since Instagram now has this whole, you know, vid- video and live feed, you know, aspect to it. Uh, nowadays, Instagram has become like a little bit more public and Snapchat is a little bit more private now, it seems. Yeah. But it's definitely a great tool to engage with your with your fans also, Instagram has the aspect that you can put hashtags in there. That's true. And that way you can also discover, you know, like your fans or you can have potential fans discover your music if you're using the right hashtags for it. And then last would be definitely still Twitter. 
Uh, I think t- Twitter sometimes is kind of underestimated because uh, it's one of the those social media platforms that you can actually engage with your fans on a one-on-one conversation. So if you have, you know, any followers that are joining you uh, or fans, it's a great way for you to have a conversation, you know, right there with them. Um, so I, I always think that that one's like underutilized, but but it's still a great way to engage with fans. How much time do you think an artist should spend on each of these platforms? That's an excellent question. So we have this, we kind of preached this uh, 30, 20, 10 rule. So basically we recommend that you pick, you know, whether it's going to be a couple days a week or whether it's every day that you go and you spend at least 30 minutes in the platform that you are putting out the much, you know, uh, much more content. So let's say if you're focusing on Facebook, spend 30 minutes on Facebook, answering messages, responding to comments, all that good stuff, um, you know, commenting on anything that, you know, anybody has sent to you. And then the same thing, you know, like say that your next focus is going to be Instagram. So going ahead and either, let's say, research more hashtags that are relevant to your content, uh, engaging with anybody that commented there, so on. So 30, 20, 10, you know, so basically I'll okay. make up an hour a day that you're going to focus on social media and you'll put like the priority on, on, on the platforms that you're focusing on. Okay. So like a social media hierarchy, kind of. Yes, exactly. Cool. So what would you say are your favorite tools to promote music? My favorite tools to promote music are definitely newsletters because you're giving your followers a personalized experience. You can offer them exclusive um, exclusivity by kind of just giving them free downloads or something in the newsletter. It's just a great tool to interact with them. And then I would also say official websites because you can use official websites in conjunction with Google Analytics to kind of figure out new markets, I guess, geographically of where your followers might be or, you know, um, their interests. Maybe if you need to create addition like merch or something like that, you okay. can use those. So what exactly is Google Analytics? Google Analytics is a platform in which Google will take like a user tracking code okay. um, to kind of track, I guess, all your information of your users of what they're clicking on and you know who they are and it uses that so you can get reporting and results on you know where they're like what to focus on what mm-hmm. to focus on yeah. okay. where they're located demographics their age their interests uh, their, their behavior, affinity like mm-hmm. what things they like to do their which is kind of creepy to that google mm-hmm. like keeps all that information but it's in there too yeah mm-hmm. yeah that would be really cool and helpful for artists mm-hmm. nice Jeanette, do you have any tools that you suggest to artists? I love right now, like, all these, like, uh, like link shorteners. Not only for, obviously, when you're sharing specific content, so you're not sharing this, like, long-winded, you know, link. And a lot of these, like, let's say, like, Bitly. Right. You can actually personalize what the, the link might look like. So, for instance, today we're doing this Spread Your Music campaign. So we basically, you know, you can name it you know let's say it's going to say bit.ly but then it's going to say you know spread your music uh, and whatever other you know addition you can put in there uh i also like that now featured fm is doing something very similar but uh as a link shortener they'll give you like a page that features all the store links for your product so a lot of you know a lot of your fans let's say you might be pushing spotify but you might have fans that don't necessarily listen to spotify maybe they use apple music or uh, same token, maybe they have an iPhone, maybe they have an Android. 
So if you're sending them to an iTunes store, they're not going to be able to open up that link. Right. So Featured FM now basically allows you for you to put those all those specific links. So then they have like a, now you have a landing page that features all your store links and you can personalize it. Okay. Is Bitly free or is that a paid tool? Bitly is free. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. What are some creative ways that artists can promote themselves? This is actually like what I think is like super fun in terms of the music industry or even working in any creative field, especially when it comes to marketing, because obviously you're always going to have a plan. But then the fun part is to actually like get a little bit creative on how can you push this content in a way that can engage with fans, that can really keep people engaged, that will want perhaps if it's, you know, whether it's something funny or really emotional, but the essence is for people to go ahead and share it. So we actually, uh, in the Symphonic blog, we actually did a post that shows 70 ways to promote your music. Obviously, I'm not going to read out the 70 (laughs) ways because this would be a really long podcast. But I definitely want to point out the ones that I thought were really cool that I really like that I think people will kind of miss them. Um, So here they go. So SoundCloud ads. You can do SoundCloud ads. Uh, Instagram videos, Instagram ads, premiering. Uh, the music in a blog, that's super important. Not only the music, but also a video. Okay. Nowadays, too, we've seen certain clients that they also premiere the making of and the behind the scenes. So more content. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and it's super easy to make because as you're making the video, obviously, have somebody that, you know, is also making, you know, making that content or recording that content. Sure. So I really love that. If you're making electronic music, making sure you're using some of the tools that they have, such as the charts, you know, so for instance, Beatport and TrackSource has charts. So you can, you know, make your, and it's almost like essentially almost like a playlist and you can feature other artists. You can tag those artists when you're sharing it. That way you're actually promoting other artists' music. So it's almost like a collaboration as well. You should also uh, make your own Spotify playlist that don't only have your music. Yeah. You can also feature artists that are very similar to you and the same thing. Once you, you know, you create these playlists, also share them online. That way, those artists, if it's artists that perhaps you'd like to work with, they can discover you because obviously you're promoting their music as well. Does uh, Symphonic do anything like that for artists? So yeah, so we, we have tons of playlists. So we, we're, we've given our Spotify uh, account a bunch of love. So we have a bunch of playlists that are either genre focused and then now we're moving into themed playlists. Okay. By theme, what do you mean? So basically like moods. You know, okay. I, that's kind of like a thing with, with Spotify that they're moving into kind of like moods. You know, so now we're finding ways, you know, obviously like we know that people use music to exercise. So now we're kind of like brainstorming Okay. other ways. So if I'm an artist who has like a new uh, upbeat exercise song can i just be like hey symphonic add this to one of your playlists yeah 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 so basically we have a form you can find it either in the symphonic help desk or you can find it in our blog and you can just search like on the search bar you can find like symphonic spotify playlist and you basically complete the form you let us know which playlist you want to be featured in and then we'll go ahead and astro is going to go ahead and add you to that playlist yes make sure you're yeah. following the playlist that you actually <laughs> want to submit to people have been making that mistake a lot so. yeah 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 so going back to original <laughs> yeah but spotify we definitely have to do like a whole i think like a whole podcast on you know on uh on spotify but um some other creative ways that are under the radar is also 
if your music isn't Pandora, going ahead and creating a Pandora radio playlist. Uh, and you can share with like, let's say like your family members, your friends, so they engage with it more. And that way it can kind of like be bumped up in their, you know, like in their in their algorithm. Okay. Another super cool platform that I really like is Wavo. Wavo, basically what they do is that they, uh, they collaborate with different blogs so typically at the end of a blog post you'll be able to see different tracks being featured there and that is what actually you'd be paying for as an advertiser is that your music is going to be featured in different publications and it's going to be promoted and it looks like it's almost part of that blog post but it's really an ad okay Mm -hmm, yeah Uh, i like that the new thing to um placing your music in dating apps you can look up in tinder and all that stuff um being part of competitions, doing remix contests with platforms like Metapop and Wavo as well. Um, going to Reddit and posting it on Reddit. We've had a lot of success with our personal playlist, putting it there on Reddit. But you can't be spamming. That's one thing. Yeah, I got in trouble for that. <laughs> I actually got cursed out on Reddit for that. Right. Yeah, yeah. So so don't uh, over-promote. You know, just kind of share your blog post, your, your music in there every so often. Using a street team, you know, like I think that's, uh, you know, just getting a couple of kids or even yourself, you know, in an evening and maybe creating like some nice looking stickers or something funny or cool or creative um, and sharing those. Uh, another thing that I've noticed, and this is a, this would be kind of like the last one. <laughs> <laughs> Since I promised I wasn't going to do the 70. Um, a lot of uh, a lot of um, local networks, TV networks have local morning shows and a lot of these shows are always looking for just kind of like local artists that are looking to feature their music and they're typically willing to give you a spot you know so obviously it depends on what genre of music you perform but but you never you know you don't lose anything by reaching out to those publications okay nice how can symphonic or any distributor help an artist to promote a new release so there are a couple of things for one definitely with feature requests you want to ask your distributor what opportunities they have or what relationships they have with their um, DSPs simply because... I'm Wait, what's a DSP? <laughs> Busted. <laughs> a DSP is just a digital service provider. So stores like iTunes, Spotify, etc. Okay. But basically, we have the opportunity to help our clients get featured with these DSPs. So... Um, the banners you see on Spotify or iTunes in the new music or new releases section, we can pitch those to the DSPs and try to get you features. So it's definitely an opportunity that you want to ask about. Nice. Um, the other thing is, I don't know about other distributors, but for Symphonic, we have our own blog and we're very active on our social media platforms. So we give our clients spotlights. This is on a Weekly basis? Yeah, weekly. weekly Every Wednesday, I would know I put them together. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Tarika does a great job, Tarika and Jeanette, of doing spotlights for our clients. So basically, we'll do a blog post write-up on you and then promote it on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook for sure. So you definitely want to ask about those opportunities. Yeah, no, totally. And in comparison to a lot of distributors, Symphonic offers a lot of marketing services. So we have graphic designers that can help out, whether it's release covers or EPKs or any sort of video content that you might want to be doing. We also have a lot of like radio promotion services. For sure. 
couple of them that it's a mix of whether it's terrestrial or internet radio or even college radio. So I think if we give in comparison to others, like we have a, a good amount of promotional tools out there. And if you want to learn more about future requests, be sure to check out our podcast, episode two, when we discuss all of how-tos and how to get your music featured. Nice. What are some common mistakes that artists make when promoting their music and how do they go about it? So I think one of the biggest mistakes is like really not giving themselves time to promote it. You know, like we were discussing earlier, you're really excited that you have this release, so you go ahead and, and first of all, you don't give yourself enough time to even send it to the distributor you know you go ahead and be like okay i want this release you know as fast as possible you know on stores or on partners you know so so it's just giving yourself a little bit of breathing room like we discussed before so you have a plan and you can go ahead and secure media resources somebody like a pr company that can help you promote the release you can schedule out a plan however long or you know however your budget might be but at least you know have some sort of countdown have some sort of like engaging content that when you are promoting the release you're not only telling people like oh sell you know like that you're selling 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 like buy my release buy my release just kind of like space it out there's typically supposed to be this like 80 20 rule so it's 80 percent putting out you know content kind of like interesting engaging content out there and then 20% is selling. Okay. Mm-hmm. And for. just picking back in off of what Jeanette said, I know a lot of clients will like reach out post-release date for marketing um, tactics. And I'm just looking like, you know, how are we supposed to help you? You know, we have to reach out at least two weeks in advance. So mm-hmm. just making sure that you do it, give us enough time to, you know, promote your music. Yeah, yeah. Um, and another, I have like two more other points. So the other one would be uh, capturing emails. Just like Astra said earlier, it's really important to email, you know, emailing service. MailChimp is a great one. It's free until I believe it's a thousand subscribers. So getting those emails because those are going to be your ultimate fans. We all know that things get lost in the feed too. So by having those email addresses of your fans, then you're giving them not only the exclusive content, but you're also, you know, just letting them know what's going on. MailChimp, for instance, they have a plugin that is user-friendly with Facebook. So basically what it does is that you'll have an extra tab, like an additional tab, and in there, They'll collect emails for you. You can also, uh, the same thing with MailChimp, they'll also have a, a sort of embed that you can put, let's say, on the footer of your website. And in there, it'll ask, you know, for subscribers. Uh, you can also, let's say, because those are ways of like, okay, where are people, you know, where can you put these these tools or uh, in order for people to sign up? But let's say you want people to sign up to your newsletter. So, you can encourage like a contest, you know, doing some sort of contest that whoever sign up, you know, signs up for the newsletter will win some sort of like personalized prize. Uh, if you do active shows, let's say you're gigging, have a little, you know, a little form, you know, maybe in your merch table that to encourage people to sign up for your newsletter. So it's just like doing, getting creative with it. You know, I think I ideally definitely covering, covering the basis of like, put it on your website, have it on, you know, start getting creative with it. 
And then the other thing that I think sometimes people um, kind of ignore a little bit or that they, they don't focus on is YouTube. It's basically, you know, the biggest website in the world. In terms of music discovery, it's a great tool for it. So having a YouTube channel is really important, you know, and then, then you know, giving it some love. So obviously making sure it's well branded. In terms of like other social media links, um, if you need help, let's say in, in creating video, which I know that that covers like a little bit of budget, you know, in order to make, you know, video content. They look really good. So at least you can have either, you know, if you can't afford like a lyric video, because obviously it's a little bit more expensive, maybe you can have like a track visualizer, something that kind of like enhances your music and your fans have a little, a little different experience, you know, listening to your music. What's the most popular question you both receive in regards to music promotion? How do you guys go about it? So a question I receive often is definitely how to gain additional followers or get a larger reach or exposure. Um, my response to this is, I have a few points. So for one, you definitely want to, like as was mentioned earlier, get involved with a PR firm because they can help you get those radio contacts or those online publications that you're looking for. But also it just starts with getting securing gigs and going out and making yourself public because you know it's one thing to be in the studio making your music and everything but you have to make yourself known and I don't know how you guys feel about it but I definitely feel like live performances are better than you know just listening to the track so you know just get out there and let people know you're making music um, another thing is to partner with local influencers or musicians who have similar music to yours and you guys can kind of just cross promote and you know use each other's platforms to make your audience increase and then the last thing i would suggest is good old-fashioned street team marketing you can use your close friends and relatives to kind of promote help get a team together as a starting point to promote your music and then share your merch on the street and then something else too that i was kind of you know thinking as you're you're saying this like so what happens if you don't have a budget to work with a pr company if you don't have a budget um well then you can just do the blog outreaches on your own just gather a bunch of um contacts that you do by your own research and then just start reaching <laughs> out you know if you have an epk send it over and kind of promote yourself yeah, yeah. That's always like something that we always recommend that it's like, let's say, for instance, there's like a really good website called If You Dig This. And basically what it is, is that you type in, okay, I like Kanye. Or let's say you can even plug in your own artist name, depending on how much reach you have, then I'll show you other similar artists as yourself. So then you can go ahead and look for those specific artists and see which publications are supporting them or where have they done premieres mm -hmm. what you know like what publications are writing about those artists and typically within those blog posts you can see who was the writer for that art for that article and typically it'll have either their twitter in there or maybe you can find a way like it'll have their email in there and then reaching out to those individuals and presenting them just like astra said you can give them like your epk uh, keep it short and simple, polite, never include an attachment in there of your music, just include maybe like... Why shouldn't they include an attachment? Because typically, first of all, and, and I speak for myself, but number one, it can, you know, depending on the, the size of that, of that attachment, 
You don't know if you clog up this person's email, number one. Right. And depending on where you, you know, like what type of file it is, you don't want to have somebody like waiting to download a file to then open it up on iTunes or open it up wherever. It's like, no, you just like, just give them a link. Preferably you can give them a private link so it can be, you know, SoundCloud or a Bandcamp link. That's a link that's private. And just go from there, you know, and just kind of keep it polite. Obviously these people get hundreds of emails every day. So follow up with them. I would follow up at least like at least four days, I think is always like a good time to, mm-hmm. you know, and, and maybe give it a second shot. If within that second shot, that person hasn't responded, then just kind of move on and find other people. Okay. What are some good sites for them to stay up to date with the latest in promotion? So the best site out there is definitely Symphonic's blog. <laughs> <laughs> Not bias at all. Not at Shameless all. Shameless plug. Yeah. No, but definitely we, we do have we do try to put a lot of content in there. Uh, for any listeners out there, if you even have like additional like questions that you might have, welcome to reach out to us and we can definitely, you know, uh, create some content around that, you know, for sure. But um like my favorite websites to kind of stay up to date on everything that's going on. I think Sonic Bids does a great job. Add in, in content. Um, HubSpot. Oh, I love HubSpot. Yeah, HubSpot yeah, is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they have like all sorts of tools and they give you a bunch of ideas. I also recently stumbled on, they're called Skeleton. Skeleton, and it's like, oh, if you look okay. like Skeleton Video Production, yeah. it's all video and YouTube related. But talk about like, Okay, you have all this video content. How can you repurpose it? Where to share it? You know, how to look at analytics a little bit deeper. I love that. In the same video kind of like aspect, I love YouTube's Creator Academy. They really break down like every subject imaginable in terms of of content, especially since nowadays video is becoming so popular. Right. Uh, It's really cool. And then, um, and then I know that obviously like a lot of artists, like you have to wear different hats you know so i really like also there's a site called skillshare and in there you can take like little courses from anywhere from graphic design to marketing to you know just developing analytics or copywriting all this good stuff how about you astra um social media examiner um that's a good one yeah music think tank and yeah, that's pretty much the hub spot. I was going to say that one too, but I would say, can I answer this? Go for it. <laughs> I would say Canva because artists can create basically any like graphic that they need to promote whatever it is that they have coming up and really fast. They have a free version, it's awesome. You can even like upload your own font style if you have one, it's free. Free is always good, right? And then also, you know what I stumbled on recently that's kind of cool? It has like Really funny and cool content is Girlboss. Girlboss, you know? Like their from, Instagram account or website? Their website. Like, okay. now they even also have a podcast. Wow. Uh-huh, yeah. And they come up with all these, like, different topics, at least, like, for women in the industry. If there's any women out there in the industry listening to this, mm. but... So, that's the end of our interview portion. Let's jump into some upcoming events. Jeanette, what does Symphonic have going on? I'm now, you know, in the post-show uh, blues right now, you know, going through that depression of Vibes of the Bay. Aww. Because, yeah, because 
It was awesome. We had about, we literally had about 900 people that attended in total. Nice. Um, and it was all showcasing like local artists and we got a lot of really good support from local influencers and publications. So really excited for that. So you guys should definitely check out our pictures. They came out amazing. Adam, one of our graphic designers, took them. The videos will be out soon too, correct? Yeah. We're okay. We're going to be doing recaps. Uh, in addition to that, uh, we're also planning for our music industry sessions. We're looking to do one here in Tampa. We have a couple of other sites that we're going to be doing. So maybe New York and Puerto Rico. Nice. Mm -hmm. That. And then um, the reoccurring thing is also, as always, Music Producers Club. Okay. And that's out of New York. And it's basically kind of like a uh, networking for producers and music creators. Uh, the format is typically... We'll have five producers that will present their their tracks, and then we'll have one masterclass producer. Um, we had uh, last month. We had one of the uh, one of the founders for Fools Gold. Oh, dope! Over there. So, uh, and then in October we're heading to Amsterdam. We're going to ADE again. Nice. Mm -hmm. Yep. So we're going to see if maybe this would be awesome. We're still kind of planning it, but we're trying to see if we can do a music producers club in ADE. Okay. And just kind of bring some of our artists that are going to be there, you know, for the master class. Instead of having like one master class, we can have several master classes, you know, featuring artists over there. So. So what are you guys listening to right now? Okay, so there's this version of Drake's Controller by Pop. It, it includes Popcon, and I was trying to find that on Spotify, <laughs> but I couldn't. But it, ha I happened to stumble upon um, Spotify's African Heat playlist, and it is so dope. I definitely recommend checking it out. What type, nice. of, what type of music is it? Like African beats and Ooh, stuff. Nice. So it's nice. I love that all these like new sounds are coming from like you know not only from like from Africa and also like Latin America. All this like folklore music is mm -hmm. like mixing with like. conglomeration of sounds like i love that i love all that that is cool sure. i'm actually listening to osuna's uh, new album that's like a big deal like everybody's like been asking like oh about this like so basically yeah that's all i've been listening to it's called la odisea okay yeah mm. so it's pretty good i like it cool i've been, been seeing him a lot on spotify actually yeah he gets a lot of spotify love and I'm originally from Puerto Rico, so sometimes, like, you know, like, I'll see a couple of publications, and yeah, like, he's, like, all over the place over there, too. That's sweet. Yeah, see so how he made, like, top um, Latin billboard charts, too, so yeah, he's doing he's his blowing, thing. He's blowing up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then also, believe it or not, like, I honestly have had on replay, we have two playlists on on our Spotify account and the Symphonic one. We have the, the Summer Party Mix and the Pool Lounge, and... That's what I've been listening to all this time because the summer one is like really like it's like a mix of like it'll be reggae and hip hop and house and a little bit of everything. It's like really like a beat. And then the pool lounge is like just really chill. Like it's getting dark and it's like you're just like lounging. So it's like more like deep house and just sexy music. <laughs> is there a uh, pumpkin spice latte playlist coming out? Oh my for god, fall? that is a brilliant idea. I definitely have to do wow. it. Just specific to that, not a fall one. <laughs> a pumpkin, pumpkin spice latte. This is gonna become a thing, I'm sure. Uh, maybe I wonder if it's like, do you think it'll be chill or is this like a raging thing that you're like driving nah, there? This like is raging? like chill. I'm gonna listen to this when I'm putting Uggs on and a sweater on or something. Uh, 
out, yeah. And we're in Florida, so it's still like 90 degrees outside. <laughs> Lord Jesus. defeats <laughs> the purpose of like feeling like it's fall. So I've been listening to Goldlink a lot. I discovered him from the show Insecure, which is hilarious. Oh, my awesome. favorite show. Oh, my goodness. He, I believe he's an independent artist, and that song, like, Crew, it blew up from the show, and Gucci Mane's on the remix, and I think someone else. He's actually coming to Tampa in a couple weeks. I love whenever, like, those shows, and Vice does that a lot, too, that they're actually, like, a licensing partner of ours, mm-hmm. that they definitely like target independent music it's such a great thing to like obviously like promote and and encourage them i love it okay when is game of thrones gonna put some independent music on there i don't know they just have the wiener game of thrones spotify playlist what do you think i think there is one already (laughs) (laughs) it's called like fire and ice Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> well, we'll we'll do the soundtrack to it. To Have you guys um, seen the South Park video where they're making fun of the um, opening song? Oh my god, no! Mm-mm. I'm you sure it's hilarious. It I'm sure it's hilarious. We're gonna add that link also too. <laughs> check it out down below. <laughs> yep. All right, so I'm Tarika, and it was great having Jeanette and Astra on the show, and we'll catch you guys in the next episode. Till next time. Bye. Peace.